Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. The Bills could win the Super Bowl. And for the first time in 25 years, you might not be crazy for saying that. The Jets might be tanking. And you might not be crazy for saying that. And Baker's way better than a game manager. And he's funny as far. Here we go. All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. Episode 88 of your favorite NFL podcast. Uh, wherever you're listening all over the world, Nihao Priviet, Ola, Bonjour, Ciao, Guten Tag, uh, Marhaba, and Zdravo. There we go. I'm not even sure which one that is. And if you're listening in that language to the rest of the show, well, thank you for using our show to learn English. <laughs> anyway, all 88 episodes brought to you by Huck Media. Go to huckmedia.ca for any and all media needs, drone flying, media doing. Um, yeah, we love them. And uh, Leslie here in our Westdale studios made a new office uh, down in the hammer and she's getting all our stats for us. We got a lot of stats this week because it's uh, heading into week 14 and uh, that seems a bit crazy. Pretty excited about this college football NFL bowl season that is taking place. We went uh, five for six on our props, tick, props picks that we gave out on at Hughes Talking last night. If you listen to our show and you don't follow us on Instagram, uh, I'm not sure what you're doing. You should. At Hughes Talking, remember to subscribe, uh, like, take our show out for a steak dinner and bring your friends to a socially distanced patio wherever you are. Anyway, but we appreciate all the people who do that. McElhaney, uh, Duhamel, and Jake Frisney, my boy, uh, out in Sweden, John Albinson, and all of our shares and all the guys who are really active participants in our show. We love you. Lee Van Mosdijk, Mark Robinson, giddy up. Mark Byros lately. That boy. Uh, OLMC Volleyball, Mike, with Mark Byros. How about that? Um, speaking of OLC, O-M- OLMC football, we'll have uh, Coach Danny on our show coming up in the next few weeks to get his picks back. He's been right on the Rams a lot, uh, whereas I maybe uh, under... Undervalued him last week. Kyler Murray's got a shoulder injury and didn't give it enough merit. As a guy with two really Willy Wonka shoulders, you think I'd see that shit coming? I usually do. That's why I can't watch most UFC fights. Whenever they go to an arm bar, I faint. And uh, anyway, we're going to go into what got you because I know a, a people got got by usually one thing on their point spread tickets. We'll talk about that. And we got some, uh, yeah, we got some winners, losers from our at Team LTD, Hughes Talking, or sorry, Hugh Picks, Point Spread Championship. We got some new people on the leaderboard. Christian Hernandez climbing the charts with a perfect week. Hernsey going perfect. Hernsey went perfect. The reverse bagel. The reverse bagel. Out of boy, way better than Way better than the regular bagel. Uh, yeah, which, uh, you know, let's stay away from those. Yes, I experienced that last week, and we were happy to get somewhat back on track. Only kind of bagel that's good? The Montreal bagel. Oh, giddy up. Montreal smoked bagel. Weird Mike. Hitting up, he's he always got our weird weather reports, his weird picks, his smash and sprinkle, the gambling gambling donut. If you're new to the show, uh, it's red hot last year. All in all, just a great year. This year, the sprinkle, as Greg McDonald pointed out, on fire. Heavy dose of the sprinkle at the Tim Hortons on the way over here with the huckster. Yeah, extra sprinkles on the donut. Asked the lady, she said, "I can't do that, sir." I said, "Give me two sprinkle donuts." Then. So he he gives a sprinkle, <laughs> but. Lest I forgot, we're rolling into Westdale Studios, yes. the original gourmet cupcake shop. Absolutely. That place was here 20 years ago when people were like, I'm never going to pay $4.95 for a cupcake. Well, that lady was doing that. I just did. Yeah. You just, is that what's on the table? <laughs> yeah, a lovely so. spread here at uh, Westdale Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I have some former love here. Christmas cookies and brownies and stuff. I don't eat any of this stuff, but like, I know other people do. It's like having beer now at my house. What a wonderful time to be in Westdale. Christmas time. It's the Bizarro Streetsville. It if is. You've never been here. It's the Bizarro Streetsville, Westdale, Hamilton. If you're ever in the area, it's gorgeous. You know, uh, I fell in love here one time, Hugh. Did you? That's uh, not oh. with the woman I impregnated. By the <laughs> oh way. Oh my but, god. Um, anyway, some Westdale love for yeah. Weird Mike. Sure. It's the first time I fell in love. Was here in Westdale Village. Did you know that? I'm getting a thumbs up from Leslie. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's I, Brooke. <laughs> I dated I dated three girls who went to Mac all great thumb, consecutively. Babe. Yeah, um, having a good time in the holidays. Having here. a good time, and uh, the baby's one week older. <laughs> it's been really interesting watching the, uh, you know, the women. When you're not married and you have a child, you never really ended or stopped or telling the reason why to the rest of the women that you've been with. Yep. Either socially or physically. Like back in the day. Sure. Or you know, semi-real, whatever. <laughs> you just 
You know, you, when they type wait, what? Yeah. With the double exclamation, double question. Yeah. Then, you know, it's like, oh, probably should have said something. Yeah. Besides so, like, hey, can I not post avocado toast pictures anymore because I'm becoming a dad? People are like, what? Hey, it's a big change for, you know. You skip the like, hey. <laughs> Here's my friend. I'm having a baby because <laughs> she posted that, but like you did. Yes, I got you. Yeah. Anyway, the wait, what? Right from the world of potential exes is been uh, really funny, trickling in, all in good fun. Baby mom is a good sport, folks. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> uh, speaking of good sports, uh, when you miss a point spread by like half a point, you better be a good sport. And uh, one old. One old handicapper from Streetsville, Ontario, a.k.a. Big Ange, Mr. McElhaney, uh, went 11 for 12 on a big, big ticket where you still win the subsidiary prize. But uh, you got to have a heart of gold to not be a little bit upset that he missed out. The only one he missed was the Cincinnati plus 11 and a half. How did Vegas nail that spread of 12? I don't know. There was a fake. Ki- there was a lot of weird shit going down in that game, and to get that number, the, and that's what cost the Bengals had like nine chances to that, to get that spread. C Mac's dad lost out on ten k. So anyway, but just wow. he's fired up, big win, and uh, if the Cincy spread got you, oh, that one stings. For me, uh, I I got a little lucky with the Detroit comeback, and then got a little unlucky with Houston's fumble at the goal line. Which, after about four minutes of just, you know, doing the farf, <laughs> uh, I remembered that that was your sprinkle. And that's probably the craziest under I've seen in a long far of a time. Craziest under ever. The sprinkle hit. This is how hot it is, folks. 51's <laughs> the total. Halftime score, 24-20. The only two points are a safety. Deshaun fumbles inside the 10, which... Broke your heart, apparently, yes, Hewlett, yeah. Uh, which springboarded Weird Mike to one of the greatest Sundays of the year. <laughs> yeah. Plus two units. There you go. Led by the fumble and then the Rams. Yeah. I used your shoulder knowledge, hanging around you, yeah. watching you pull out of shows, yeah. watching you gut through performances. I'm like, Kyler's not going to do this yeah. against the toughest D-line in the league. Yeah. So I nutted up on the Rams. And if I hadn't flooded your feeds with weird shit already... I probably would have said that too. <laughs> At Weird Mike, Monday Night Story Time. But anyway, big weekend. At Weird Mike, MIC. Um, yeah, so I, if you missed it, if you didn't catch all of that, because uh, I'll try to translate for you. Mike had the under in the Houston Texans Indianapolis Colts game. At the first half, it was 24 20. So a touchdown just sinks you the rest of the game. And uh, crazy. 4-0, sprinkle. 4-0, sprinkle. And the under stuck with no points no points in the second half or just a field goal? So I told you guys, uh, just a safety. Just a safety. Just a safety. Wow. And the Titans, miraculously, even though they got their asses handed to them, yeah. only lost by six. Anyway, I uh, told you it's going to get weird. I'm super excited for the final quarter of the NFL season, Hugh. Me too. So jacked. Um, one thing that, you know, we're talking about what got you. Uh, before we move on to next week, uh, Hugh Picks went three and three. By the way, we were three and three with the Bills win. Big Bills win, huge. Uh, before we talk about that, because they are a contender, and I haven't been able to say that since before puberty. <laughs> so what? Ninety four was their last Super Bowl. Would have put you at eleven even, before puberty. Even Flutie that year, you're like they could win a playoff game, but they didn't start them. Palmy still hates that. Um, that was the last Monday Night Football game they won. Doug Flutie starting December 99. Whoa. That's 21 years later. Saw that little nugget. But like even then, you knew they were going to win the Super Bowl. Like this was like Favre was around. Like, the, you know, they, they didn't have a chance. But they could, they could win it. But anyway, before, just one more thing with the what gotcha. Uh, Dewey, James, uh, you know, guy who was on the show a couple weeks ago, our buddy. He yes, was I'm still familiar with He James. was still. Yes, I know you. <laughs> Listen, Crotch Mike, just relax. <laughs> Uh, that would have been a good Instagram handle. Crotch Mike, M-I-C. Oh, wow. I bet you that one was taken. <laughs> yeah. Weird Mike, not taken. Crotch Mike, definitely taken. It's a meme page for sure. Anyway, uh, he had se- he was having a big debate all season, with uh, all, all week in our group chat with, with his, what survivor pick to take. Seahawks, Raiders, Vikings. You know, I, it was hard to say. It was almost like all of them are pretty good calls. The Raiders missing Jonathan 
missing Jacobs and missing Abram. They're two best players probably on either side of the football. Abram's that safety. That guy is amazing. But you said the Jets were tanking. So do you think... They, well, I think that corner that some, slipped up with Woody Allen. We'll get to that in a second. He's a big Trump guy. Something happened on that last play, and Schefter talked about it. It's been it's been talked about ad nauseum already in two days. I, I haven't heard it. This is dude. They didn't engage eight on the last play of the oh. game, and they, like they needed forty yards for a touchdown. There's there's one play left. There's like seven seconds left, eight seconds left, and Schefter put it out on Instagram in the 160 instances where like it's been like last play. You need over forty yards for, and you need the touchdown to win. No one's ever done that type of coverage ever in like the last five years of that similar situation through ESPN stats, blah, blah, blah. Then the guy gets fired the next day, Greg Williams. Defensive coordinator for the Jets, gone. Who was linked to Bounty Gate, not afraid to take money or put it on the table. Weird situation going on. I don't know. I don't know. Woody Johnson, bro. The You said it. It was a but weird like, handshake with Flacco on a Monday night. It's, it's almost like, did, did the organization, you know, want to just win a game and not have the undefeated Caesar? Do you want to guarantee yourself Trevor Lawrence? How do you think inside that organization? This, like Other organizations would be different. The Steelers will never have an 0-16 season. Like Favre, the first pick. This is the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know what I mean? Like the, I feel like the Giants would do the same thing. But like the Jets, I don't know. Good God. Like We need something. They, so, want, they want their Brady. Very weird. But anyway, so Dewey... Instead of taking the Raiders, instead of taking the Vikings, I told him lean the I told him lean the Vikings, but the Seahawks are a good pick. He took the Hawks, and as a big big hockey guy, it was five nothing at halftime. <laughs> Felt like a hockey game. Ah, weird game. Wayne Gallman, bro, is uh, Wayne Gallman for president here or what? Six straight games with a tutty. Like AJ Hawk went on the Pat McAfee show, found out Colt McCoy was starting, and was like, yeah, no, don't sleep on Colt McCoy. And I'm like, okay, AJ. Like, is this like, <laughs> <laughs> like I know you guys like came into the league His together hot, 14 years ago, but uh, anyway, Cole McCoy, good on you, buddy. Like, you gotta give these guys props when they deserve it. Who? Okay, speaking of props, so sorry. Anyway, sorry, Dewey lost out on a survivor pick uh, with the Seahawks. The last known who's talking survivor, I believe. Yes, I'm out. You're you were out. Solid run. Solid run. So, who are your biggest winners and losers from the weekend, Michael? Uh, the biggest winners were the Rams who stayed focused on the task at hand in a very tough division and handled their business. Yep. And I would say, even though they won and I got lucky on it, the Colts who are not really playing the football that they need to be playing. No. Despite getting the win. Um, so those are my quick, even though you win, you know, all not all wins aren't created equally. Same with the losses, right? Big time. Um, it's funny, like, you know, you, you Vegas doesn't like to give non-quarterback positions too much value, you know, when these teams are lining up. But, like, the Colts, I was listening to someone talk about it, smarter than me at football, and the Colts missing DeForest Buckner just as a big run stopper at the absolute wrong time, you know, when they face Tennessee. Uh, it's a big problem, you know? And the Steelers missing their two starting linebackers now, it's, it's a problem. I got a really good tip. Hugh, Yo. it's not on either of our mind maps here. Yeah, uh, the Bills' next four games are standalone between the Saturday, the Sunday games, the flexed in. Yep. So you're not really watching the Bills at one o'clock. So you might be somewhere else. The five fifty pregame with Sal Carpaccio gives you about twenty minutes of pregame, pre props, in depth of who's down. This guy's breaking down the Nickelbacks on the Niners. And they're down to their fourth, yep. to, a.k.a. Cole Beasley's going to have a big day. Yep. This guy can't. He breaks down the cluster of where the matchups are. So now that the Bills aren't playing at one, we're all hectic, right? You're grocery shopping. You're making your girl happy. You're at ch whatever you're doing. One o'clock on a Sunday is hectic. But in a standalone game, give 5.50 a.m. a listen now that the Bills will be on props for the next month. Sure. And it propelled me to a big props win. Me too. Uh, in addition to your five out of six correct. So let's talk about the Bills because uh, that, that was fresh in our minds. You know, for you guys, it'll be a couple nights ago. But big statement win. Took them on Hugh Picks, basically saying if they think they are who I think they are, then they need to win this game. This is against the Niners. Backup quarterback. You know, a slow, older, smart corner in Richard Sherman who cannot cover Diggs. They, try, they tried the other guy on him. Vanette can't cover him either. Diggs just amazing. And Josh and him have great timing. You can have an amazing, quick receiver who runs great routes. But if you guys don't have the timing down, 
Diggs and Allen, they they got something. Diggs Allen 2020. We said it, we said it, uh, we've said this a couple times over the last year, but in case you're just catching up, because I've seen a lot of shows catch up to us now. Josh Allen was the best quarterback in that draft. Mel Kuyper was right. Thank you, Cleveland, for not picking him. We will take him for the next 16 years. Wyoming Farm Tank shirts coming soon from Team LTD. Jeff, my inbox flooded during the game. Monday Night Football does those little vignettes between possessions. Yep. Uh, not a Wyoming Farm Tank, and Apple Orchard California Golden Boy. Boy. Yeah, but Wyoming Farm Tank sounds so cool. The school. That's where he went to school. It just it sounds great. Wyoming Farm Tank and a number seventeen. It's, We're gonna sell the shirts. It's a nod to all the look who's talkers. Absolutely for the attention they're paying. Let's farm and go, Let's which is also gonna go. become a shirt. We're making shirts. Uh, yeah, bunch so, of the look who's talkers been all over me to do this. We're doing it with Team LT. So you said the Bills are you know turning into legit Super Bowl contenders. Where would you put them in the league? You know where I would put them. Um, Top 10 like, No like, A lot higher than you think You know why Super weird reason Classic weird Mike Because There's a chance That the Bills Can host the AFC title game And they <laughs> won't allow Anybody in The near death The heartache Of these people Of Orchard Park Have this chance They've been waiting 30 years To get back to the dance And they don't get to go And they don't get to go That to me Tells me that They're going to make a run Like Kelly Kapowski At, at her own prom <laughs> by the way, say by the bell remake, horrible folks. Yeah. Just just awful. Not even Zach is in every episode. Well, that's only because you love Screech and he's not in it. <laughs> by the way, Mario Lopez apparently is in some weird porno where he's like Colonel Sanders. I just popped up on like my bar stool feed or something. Anyway, check it out. But so, don't don't check it out, but so I think look that, into it. I think <laughs> he's that, got a gray mustache and everything as a young Colonel Sanders. Porn. Mario. Yeah. Or like soft core, I don't know. The only reason I'm kind of watching the show is I kind of hope him and Jesse hook up at the end. <laughs> Who's a guidance counselor, by the way. She's so excited. <laughs> she's so, she's so scared. Okay. <laughs> so now you got the Bills in Pittsburgh this week. Yeah. Uh, do you think the, the Bills are the second best team? This is the game for second best team, right? Yes. KC's one. Winner of the Bills, Pittsburgh is two. Is that how the... I don't know. Order crescendo. I think I think it's so close that I, I it's unless one team just shellacks the other, I would like on any given Sunday with Bills and Steelers, are you really going to be sure of either team right now? Like the way I see both teams, I don't think Pittsburgh's as bad as everyone's shitting on them today to, for losing to Washington. They got they had a goal line stand where they missed out on a touchdown by about an inch. Uh, I don't know. Like they they had like five days rest after the Ravens. It's a tough game. They were, they were about an inch short of like winning a tipped ball interception of winning. And then you're just moving on. It was another tough victory on the way to perfection. So don't be as down on the Steelers as everybody is. Don't be as high on the bills right now as like it feels. I am yeah, to win the Super Bowl. You're driving that Super Bowl. I am. But again, like I'm not smashing on them to beat Pittsburgh this week. I'm not. Is that your view picks? No. So... Who are you leaning? Two days ago, 24 hours ago, this spread was minus two and a half for Pittsburgh. And now? Now it's minus two and a half for Buffalo. Yeah, I hate lines that jump. Exactly. Fence, so do I. The whole uh, public just, welcome to Buffalo, everybody. Put your seatbelt on. It's not that easy, okay? No. <laughs> when we no. circle the wagons, sometimes we hit rocks. We just won our first Monday night football game in <laughs> this, cent- this millennia. <laughs> And I don't think we've ever won a Sunday night game. But for the in in the in the micro, watch out for this Steelers game. Could be a trap. In the macro, I love our team going forward. And besides the Kansas City Chiefs, there's not a team I'd rather be than the Buffalo Bills right now going forward in the AFC. And I think as a, any Bills fan listening to this, you could agree with me. Big statement win. Love it. Um, another statement win. Unfortunately, went the wrong way on your smash. Was it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Cleveland. I make other bets, people. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you know, the Titans are down 38-7, and here comes the hate. You know? Well, that was o- one, that, one blip. No big that deal. was Oklahoma Sooner Baker. He yeah. had time to throw. Like, he had Oklahoma's line against Baylor's defensive line. Because the Tennessee, Huck, no, uh, as we remember the Titans today, no pass rush. Real problem. Like, how do you fix it? Because if you give anybody in the top four... And in the AFC, that amount of time, shit, man, they're gonna they're gonna pick you apart. 
Yeah, that was a real problem. <laughs> that was not good. And they were down so quick. Like they you they can't, could, just couldn't come back. You can't even like, use Derrick Henry at that point. No, he didn't even get a chance to do his thing. They tried for a bit. Yeah. They, they're, they'll commit to that run even late in the third. Uh, but it got away from him real, did. Anyway, so I still like the Titans. I do. It's just like they're, they're, they're like the Steelers where they're an emotional team. And emotional teams don't just show up and kick ass every Sunday. So you don't want to face the Titans when they get up for a game. Like playoffs against the Ravens? You got Vrabel in there beating them up with like a sledgehammer to get them ready for this game, you know? And then like, like, let's go out to midfield and just like work out, you know? Like, uh, But like home against the Browns, Browns trying to clinch a playoff spot for the first time in 25 years. Yeah, 99. Uh, yeah, or whatever, 21. Anyway, it's just their emotional team. But on the wrong day, you don't want to face the Titans, you know? Vrabel reverted to a bit of that uh, weird prom, prom chaperone guy. He was kind of going for it in different spots. Uh, how good Cleveland was playing got them off their game. Yeah. Which we thought Vrabel turned the corner on as a coach and as a show. Like, you know, sure, he's having a better game than you thought. Don't got to... Get outside of your game plan. Yeah. And he did that real quick, which you make one bad decision, you make the next next thing you know. Quick cash out on 365, though. Love ASAP. It. Yeah. And I made a promise so that we'd be, you know, like just, I kind of felt Cleveland by the end, by the end of the week, but like not when we recorded the episode. Is that why you kind of dodged me the last uh, 36 hours? Because you were leaning Browns? No, I was hanging with Brooke. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> But like, also leading like leading Browns pretty hard. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> sensed it. They flooded. Also, let's just be. Let, I don't know what happened with like Baker looked like crap against the Steelers and Ravens, and everyone just kind of gave up on him. And again, I think there is something to be said about you mentioned this a month ago, and you were right, and other people have said it too. But he was just trying to suck up to the superstar that is OBJ. And you get him out of there, and now it's him and his Oklahoma receivers again. Because Landry ain't that cool, let's be honest, you know? And, but he can catch, and he's a great slot receiver. And he, Baker's going to throw to the open guy. And now he's the coolest guy in the field. He is. He is, and especially when he's winning. And he's funny, man. So as a guy who's always loved players that have fun while playing, be competitive, but, you know, Favre was like the funniest guy ever, like playing sports. And I loved him. Baker's, do you hear the thing he's dropping in these real sports interviews where he drops the office lines? Yeah, I got you. He's, yeah, he's, anyway. he's pretty funny. I kind of like it, bro. There's a new batch of progressive commercials for those oh. of you watching on the American feed. But more importantly, you can't just look the part. He can zing it. If you give him time, he can zing it. If you give other quarterbacks time, like, you know, your boy Jimmy G, uh, which led to, by the way, oh, I'm glad I brought this up. Jimmy G, the, the, some of the best drama. The reason, if you're ever wondering why the NFL is the best Highest rated TV show, not just sport, but TV show in North America. On three different networks. On three different networks. It's because of stuff like this. It's, it's not just the, you know, the amazing drama that Groot football creates and the amazing quarterback play we have now and these coaches and chess and gladiators and all that. We've talked about that. But they are showing in the, uh, in the San Francisco Bills game as Nick Mullins. Nate? Nick? I always get that wrong. Nick. Uh, your boy. Nick Mullins. My boy. Uh... You know, he's playing, he's playing a pretty good game, not a great game, but better than Jimmy G. And the announcers are talking about that. How, oh, you know, he's in the, for the first whatever games he's played, I think it was first 15 games of his career he, in passing yards. He's, it goes Patrick Mahomes. Oh my God. I almost paused my Deshaun TV Watson and screenshot it. Deshaun you. Watson, Nick Mullins. Yes. And they're showing all this throughout the game. And he's played a pretty good game. And the Niners look like a better oiled machine than even early season Jimmy G. And, and even if it's close, even if it's just close, they're taught the announcers are talking about how, you know, the Niners might be moving in a different direction. Their scouting director was seen at the BYU games scouting Zach Wilson. And they're talking about this on live air. Jimmy G is sitting with Greg Kittle, in case you missed it, in the box. He's not down on the field with his teammates. He's in the box. He's been hurt for the last six weeks. And there's a five-second delay so that, like, you know. So he's watching himself in the box. He's watching himself on TV. He stopped <laughs> watching the field of play. 
The game was just, just got out of reach. There's about six minutes left. And now this is when the, TV, the, 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 the networks like to go into story time and kind of talk about where the, where the state of the franchise is, right? And the team that's winning the game is always going somewhere better. And the team that's losing the game is always going somewhere worse. Collinsworth is the worst at that. But they were talking about it last night, Monday Night Football. They're talking about Jimmy G's future. And he's watching himself. Listen to these guys talk about his future while looking at him, while he's watching it, in front of the whole, you know, in front of the whole sports world, Monday Night Football. And I'm just like, and they weren't even cutting away. And they're cutting to Shanahan, and they're cutting back to him, and they're cutting to Mullins, and they're cut back to Jimmy G because there's some producer at ESPN being like, this is gold. Like, this guy's soul is eating himself right now. And it was just great TV. There was a couple moments like that, too. Uh, you know what was a shame about that Jimmy G thing? What? That mask was covering up that jawline. <laughs> I tell you, why do you think the producers cut to him so many times late night? You know, maybe the game's on in bed with the ladies. Yep. Don't kid yourself. Everybody knows he bangs porn stars. <laughs> big, big lar- ones with large uh, backsides. But yo, you said that even Mullins, he doesn't have to play better than him. Even if he's the same Even as him, he's, the same. he's $110 million less. cheaper. Yeah. So this is classic case of same, same, but way different. Average doesn't do it anymore, right? Especially if you have an above average coach. Like you can't just be a, oh, this guy's a, he's a professional NFL quarterback. No, not good enough anymore because y'all get paid $200 million. I think I know where your second little nugget of uh, quality TV yeah. is. Okay, so as a guy who, so as a guy who, A, had the Eagles on point spread, B, Still was thinking Carson Wentz uh, had, has something in him, and I still do, but not right now. The, the, I talked about this last week, the concussions. I've had them with flyboarding. Something's wrong with him. And the way he was just taking sacks, I, and like this is professional football. Like You need to, you need to get out of the pocket, buddy. Uh, Peterson, Coach Peterson for the Eagles, saw what we were all seeing, and, and Palmy saw a month and a half ago that Wentz doesn't have it right now. Old ginger beard. Carson Wentz looks like he's playing on an eight ball of cocaine. Like, oh my, oh my God, everyone's coming. <laughs> and uh, Jalen Hurts went in there and looked better immediately. And as a guy who last watched Jalen Hurts really struggle against Clemson in that na- national championship quarterfinal, uh, yeah, problem. He, he looked better. And then it was fourth and 18. And even if he just gets like a fourth and 16, pa- like a 16 yard pass, but doesn't get the fourth down, you know, Carson could be like, okay, the, the heat's not going to be really on me. Like he went in there, he made a pass, whatever. No, no, no. Fourth and 18 launches a touchdown to Greg Ward. Perfect pass. Scrambles to get out of it where Carson would have definitely been sacked. And you saw Carson Wentz do a little jog and the fakest clap in sports. Hate the fake clap. He did a solid one. Like, I, I mean, you can't be an asshole. You don't want to, like, stand there and be like, Farv! But, like, you know, you don't really mean to clap, bro. This guy's taking your, your job in front of your eyes. Uh, a couple things came to mind when I saw the fake clap. I saw it. Yeah. Uh, one is that both Jalen Hurts, who threw the ball, and Greg Ward, who caught the ball, are probably better quarterbacks <laughs> than Carson Wentz right That's now. That's a stretch. Uh, and... Two, the fake clap is the worst. Golf clap, the no clap is better than the fake clap. Yeah, exactly. Just just be like, just be like, nod your head. Give it a nod. The or, fake clap, you know, Jalen's got his boys on the sideline. You know like it's it, it's all going down. I also understand it though because you're going to be replayed on. Pardon the interruption. Everything on FS1, like everything, and they're going to cut right to that moment. So if you're not clapping with no context, like. But that's why I got a fake clap, which sucks. But it's it's but you can't stop watching it because no one in our jobs, when you're doing your job, ever has the whole world like watching you have like the best moment of your your the worst moment of your career isn't on live television, you know, in front of everybody who'd be interested in it. I touched on it. I said jokingly, Carson Wentz needs to go to Vienna, get a team of psych wards and all that stuff. I think it's the other way around after the fake clap. This guy needs out of Philly. This guy needs to go home on a sabbatical, still on the terrible payroll. Let's get this guy back to his roots, his North Dakota boy. Yep. Get him on the farm, pushing some bales of hay. You know how brutal they are in Philly? That's the worst AM sports radio scene on the planet. Right. Well, the vitriol for this kid right now. That's true. Who, you know, the guy loves his mama. He's got a good heart. 
Get the guy out of the way. <laughs> Loves his mama. That's it. There's two things that I think ended Carson Wentz's career in Philly, if it is indeed over. One, Jadevian Clowney driving his head into the ground like getting run over by a small car. Probably still affecting him and his decision-making and his just kind of brain farting in the pocket. Two, the statue of his backup quarterback calling the Philly special in, the, in a play that was in like the second quarter and didn't even win the thing. <laughs> and he has to walk by that every day at work. Anyway, uh, there's reports coming out that looks like he's going to Indy possibly if Philly doesn't want him because Frank Reich would want him back. They'll eat the contract, apparently. Anyway... Because they still like him. Let's get this guy on the other side of the Mississippi, man. He's a big God guy. He's not guy. an East Coast guy. Let's Ask, get him out of here. He's a big God guy. Carson, talk to the Lord. Find out where you got to go. West of the Mississippi before the Rockies. Nestle in the middle, Carson. There you go. Okay. Um, Tyreek Hill caught a touchdown that uh, was one of the nicest touchdowns I've ever seen that's never going to count. That was bizarre, eh? Yeah. Uh, you figure we feel with all the camera angles that Sunday Night Football provides that that somehow got caught by somebody in the Kansas City Chiefs organization with access to a microphone into Andy Reid's head in the 30 seconds they had to punt it to say, hey, we caught the touchdown. Anyway. Kind of looked like the puncher was in a rush to get that snap off, too. Also makes you think, like, shit, man, uh, call a timeout. But aren't the, I thought every scoring play is reviewable. Like, no one, I don't know. Weird that they have to call a timeout to get the replay officials to actually look at all the angles. Just another cool thing about sports where you learn something every day that that type of shit can happen. Either way, uh, nice accidental catch, Tyreek. There you go. Probably cost somebody huge in uh, fan Definitely did. Definitely did. We saw that. Someone posted that on Barstool Sportsbook. Because right. uh, you can parlay a whole bunch of individual props from individual games. So they don't have to all be from the same game. Someone had Tyreek Hill over receiving yards. He didn't even need to catch that touchdown, but that ended up being his receiving yards. Anyway, crazy. Props very exciting, folks. I love the accidental I, win. Debo Samuel. Oh, God bless On the man. last play, almost the last play of San Francisco's game last night, won us collectively $700, which was great. Yes. Um, one more thing. One little moment happened, not props related. We, we mentioned Collinsworth. Uh, Huck doesn't like him. I, me and VOG have always hated him. You, you kind of like him. I like yeah. him sometimes. On Sunday night, he's comforting. I feel like he likes to just wrap up all these games into these big morality stories, like one team's off to heaven, one team's kind of off to hell in the football world, and really they're like one's five and six, one's six and five. Just relax, okay? And he likes to get into story time. But in the middle of this Kansas City-Denver game that was still very close, even though one team was obviously playing way better, Denver's defense stepped up, and if you had Kansas City on spread, it cost you. But if you had Broncos money line, which was an astronomical live bet, which had a it. couple of us made, had it. Hello, me too. It's a six-point game. The Denver defense stepped up, and Drew Locke suddenly's got a minute. He hasn't played great, especially the last few weeks. And if and again, average isn't good enough anymore in in, in the NFL world. No. You got John Elway. Speaking of like how they're cutting to him in the box, they cut to Jimmy G. He just looks kind of nervous. Like, yeah, this is weird how they're talking about me so much. Hey, Kittle, make a joke so I laugh, you know? <laughs> they cut to Elway. The guy is banging down rum and cokes during this game, watching this poor quarterback play from this guy that he really believed in in Missouri. And if you watch... Drew Locke's Missouri tape? Man, this guy can zing the ball. Yeah, I watched every snap of that Sunday night. Where was the moment? I, <laughs> yeah. I, had, I had the Broncos The moment is Locke. being down six to the Super Bowl champ, your division rival, okay. who Elway beat a whole bunch. And he's thinking, do I need a quarterback or do I not need a quarterback? And here's your moment. The whole game can get ignored. Your last three games of shittiness can get ignored, Drew Locke. True story. If you just win this game with this one drive against the champs and... Collinsworth finally steps out of mor the morality wheel for a second and to be like, by the way, I don't know if you sense this, Al, but we got a moment here. Drew Locke's got a moment. And then 33 seconds later, that moment was over, and it was fourth down. Yeah, I must have went a couple to the of horrible passes and like one drop, and it was over. And Drew Locke's like, and then he threw the pick. And uh, that moment was it. They cut to his parents in the stands, too. I always like watching the parents. When he threw the touchdown at first, you know, the first touchdown of the game, his parents are. Marvin celebrating. It's awesome. And I like Drew Locke. I, I've seen a high ceiling. But man, that was your moment. And you blew it. It was like watching an Olympian. Four years of, of you know, Missouri football. 
getting ready in the Denver Broncos organization. Sunday night football against the champs. You're down six with a minute left, bro. With Jerry Judy getting open, Kenny Hamler getting open, and he missed him. He missed him. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good point. It's like yeah. an Olympian. Four years, and you, you, you're a half second off on your butterfly, and you get fifth, and no one remembers you. <laughs> a tenth of a second. And four <laughs> years. Oh, yeah, maybe we'll try again in Beijing four years from now. No, you won't. It's over. Once I read up on Drew Locke and the Missouri Connection, and they were playing in Missouri on Sunday night, I knew the points were gold. Uh, second time they played, bitter division rival. It was one of my weird picks that I lost. Yep. was the Broncos Chiefs. So I didn't want to lose on it again, but I knew the points were gold. Uh, yo, hometown connections, they're even stronger now that you're not in your hometown. Look at the people, birthdays. If it's your birthday and it's a game, people need something to celebrate. There's less of everything out there. Yeah. If anybody's got a little something on game day, you know, multiply that exponentially if that game happens to be in prime time. There's a little weird angle. Crazy stuff happened uh, last week. So last week with you picks, we're three and three. We are 45, 32, and one on the 45. Se- 45 wins, 32 losses, one push on gotcha. the season. Got a little lucky with the Detroit comeback. Mitch Trubisky and the Chicago Bears. What are you doing? I'll admit that. What are you doing? What are you doing? Mitch the bitch. Oh my God, man. Like, what are you doing? Welcome to like, oh, anyway, the whole thing. Just. He might have signed his ticket out of town. I think he did that already. But no, that was got, that got, was the yeah, cross in the eye. Got a little lucky with Detroit. Was very right with my gold pick on the New England Patriots. I didn't know that it would be forty-five to nothing. You can't beat a team in 2020, 45 to nothing in any stage of football. I think really, unless you're Navy and have sixty yards passing. But I think the Patriots had about sixty to eighty yards passing. Uh, Cam Newton had. 59 passes. And then yards. they didn't even play the fourth quarter. because Their they leading were... receiver at halftime had three catches for minus one yards. Yeah. Leading receiver. And uh, the Swedish he-man, I don't even know if he's, sw- I don't even know if he's Swedish. But Gunnar Olachewski? Gunnar Olachewski. Olachewski. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's... Special teams the, guru. The huh? Chargers will be looking for a new coach. Uh, now. Like, now. Right. Like now. They already are. Search it's is too on. bad. Apparently he's a nice guy, but... Yeah, so, you know, some people, you know, not everybody needs the one title. Some but people like, are a two. But look what just happened, though. Like, Vegas doesn't lie. They're pretty good at this football thing, making spreads. The Cincinnati thing, like, 11 and a half. They nail it. What are oh, they doing? Yeah. They're amazing. But, you know, Vegas, the the sharp betters in Vegas steamed, as we say, uh, the Chargers. And in a span of 24 hours, it went from New England being minus one, my gold pick, New England, minus one. Damian Harris, PFF's best running back in the league right now. Uh, but so many people put so much money. Either the public put a shit ton, or, but more likely the Sharps. Uh, we're on the Chargers. And you want to know why? Because they're a good, talented football team. They're missing like Derwin James and a cu- maybe a couple guys. But they got Eckler. They got Herbert. They got Keenan Allen. They got Mike Williams. They got... A pretty good football team. They got Joey Bosa. They're getting pressure on the quarterback. Five Pro Bowlers. Anyway, so money coming in on the Chargers because you are so talented against a team that can barely pass the ball. Uh, and like anyway, it just goes to show you that, if, uh, yeah, Chargers will be looking for a coach. You know, another steam. That Kudos is? to Bill Belichick again. Uh, another steam was the Bills when we. Recorded our show. Right. The Bills were a fave. Two and a half fave. I took and it. And then it closed as San Fran two fave. Yep. A Vegas steam. Steamed it. That, you know, they opened the door and let the steam out. Very interesting stuff. Again, if you're not watching the Bills as sharply as Sal Carpaccio. Oh, yeah. The you, winer line. You might not see. I mean, honestly, I like, I like Nick Wright and on FS1, but the way he just doesn't see what Josh Allen is doing and the possible ceiling, he's an idiot. Uh, so. In some cases, the guy was slow on, 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 he's still to this day just saying like, I wouldn't give Josh Allen an extension on his contract. What are you talking about? I got him as the seventh best quarterback in the league right now. Josh Allen. Okay. Uh, you know what? We're going to go right into our Hugh picks because it is that time. I absolutely love my podium this week. I absolutely love my podium this week. So pay attention to it, folks. I got six great picks for you. And here we go. You. Okay, gold pick. 
We're taking the best team that I've seen in 13 years, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, they kicked a bunch of field goals. Look, it's it's hard to stop Kansas City that much in, in the uh, in the red zone. Denver's pretty darn good at it. I know Miami's uh, put up a stout defense all year, but Tua Tagovailoa's Miami Dolphins are not going to come within seven points of Patrick Mahomes' Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City is so healthy. Besides Edwards Hilaire, they are so healthy. Offense, defense. It's a machine. And with a couple more third downs, they would have beat Denver by 20. So that that close Denver game has gotten this spread down to, you know, uh, a, a touchdown. I feel like get on this right now. Like as soon as you listen to this, get on it. And it might already be at seven and a half. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what Vegas is seeing that I don't. Tua Tagovailoa's offense cannot keep up with the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City's not going to get shut down by Miami's D. They might slow them down a little bit, but they're putting up 30. All right? They're putting up 30. Is Tua going to put up 23 against the Chiefs? I don't know. I don't think so. Anyway, I think Kansas City wins this one by 10 at least. So take uh, a fully healthy Kansas City Chiefs who now have the bye firmly in sight with Pittsburgh's loss. They're healthy. They're happy. They're on their way to another one. Get on this while you can. Kansas City by seven. Silver pick. I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers minus three and a half at home to the Washington football team. By the way, it's funny how you have to refer to this as the Niners game. Because if you refer to this as the football team's game, someone would kick you in the stomach and be like, you might have to go back a grade. That's not English. Anyway, the Niners, they play pretty darn good. They would have beat a whole bunch of teams, not named the Buffalo Bills, Chiefs, you know, maybe Packers and Bucks. That was They're a good football team. They're healthy. They should have probably ran the ball more last night because that was working. They got Wilson, Mostert. Uh, they just run the ball behind Trent Williams and that O-line. Get, give it to Kyle Jusick. Just simplify the game plan, Kyle Shanahan, but don't get it twisted. They are a much better football team than the football team. All right? Uh, Alex Smith doesn't have the zing in his throws to get it through the San Francisco 49ers defense. Josh Allen does. So I like the Washington football team to not be able to put up too many points at all against San Francisco. And San Francisco is going to save their wild card chances with a dominating win against the football team on the West Coast. Uh, take the Niners to win by over three and a half. I feel like that one will also go my way. And that'll probably be Niners by five by the time you hear this. Uh, okay, I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys minus three and a half. Uh in Cincinnati, I have Cincinnati as the worst team in the league on my list right now. They are the worst team in the league. I'll take the Jets over the Cincinnati right now straight up. And I think you would too if you had to. So Dallas Cowboys, besides quarterback, are pretty healthy almost everywhere now. And again, learning this new defensive system, learning everything under Mike McCarthy and Nolan, it takes time. And they, just like the Washington football team, have not played since Thanksgiving. And as you saw, a real energy advantage uh, in Washington versus Pittsburgh on Monday Night Football. Yep, tough Ravens game with the Cowboys-Ravens, but that extra rest they get lining up for this game against the Cincinnati Bengals. If they want any hope of winning this division, you beat the Cincinnati Bengals with a backup quarterback. Okay, I'm taking the Cleveland Browns at a pick'em. Monday Night Football against the Baltimore Ravens. It's time to prove that you're a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson, Baker. And I think you are. I think you are. I think you're better at playing the quarterback position. Okay? And this says nothing against Lamar's athletic ability. He's great. And he can throw it when he needs to, but not like a an above-average NFL quarterback. And this is going to be a real problem. I think Cleveland finally gets over this Ravens hump. And if they only need to win by one at home to basically clinch a playoff spot... I think it's you got maximum motivation against a team that's playing at a maximum level. The spread's not out of control after that Titans win. It's just a pick em. I'll take it. I believe in Baker, and so should you. I'm taking the Houston Texans, minus two at the Chicago Bears. Uh, in the quarterback world, this is on my list, the number six quarterback in the world versus the number 40 quarterback in the world. And in my mind, two points versus two teams not going to the playoffs. Um, I'll take Deshaun to get this done and Mitch to not. <laughs> it's as simple as that. I know the Bears will put up a good fight, but uh, I like Deshaun to just outscore 
the entire Chicago Bears offense. And with my final pick, I'm taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus six and a half coming off their bye week. The latest bye week in the league, weird Mike told me. In league history? Because of COVID? Yes. That's uh, that's fantastic. I like Tom Brady with all these weapons, this all-star team, getting an actual full week of practice. All right? And some rest. Did the Bucks like the only team that haven't had COVID problems? Like, there's been no... I bet Tom would love to hear for a couple days. Like, oh, say a little call contact COVID tracing three days away from the facility great but even Bruce Arians gave him a couple days off two weeks ago just because they were tired it's an older team it's a veteran team and give them give me all that practice to get all these guys on the same uh, on the same page honestly the Bucks are the running backs learning to catch the ball better away from being a team that's hard to beat like almost impossible to beat so I think Ronald Jones get him way more touches get Antonio Brown way more touches and just give let Tom Brady do the offense he wants to do. Apparently, hearing from Plaxico Burris, he knows, knows Bruce Arians really well. He was on the herd. And he just said, listen, B.A. is one of the easiest guys to get along with in the world. From what I hear, him and Tom Brady are getting along fantastic, fantastically. And all this is smoke and mirrors. It's bullshit. So give me the bucks off the bye week to beat up on a Vikings defense that's not that good. They just let Mike Glenn and the Jags go end-to-end on them six times. The Bucks will do the same thing. You can't just run Dalvin Cook into the Bucks offense. I'm thinking to myself, is six and a half points too much? No, Jeff. The Bucks are going to beat the Vikings. Don't be scared of six and a half points. They'll win by over a touchdown. Okay, those are your six picks. In case that wasn't clear enough for you. Um, we got Kansas City, minus seven with our gold pick. 49ers minus three and a half uh, with our silver pick. The Dallas Cowboys minus three and a half at Cincinnati with our bronze pick. Cleveland, pick them at home to the Ravens on Monday Night Football. Houston Texans minus two at the Chicago Bears. And Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus six and a half versus the Minnesota Vikings. And yes, Kirk, I do like that. Q picks. Q picks. You. You. 45, 32. 45, 32. And one. And one. So uh, the Hugh Pick rebuttal, you ready? Yeah, give it you to me as the, honest as you can. You want the funny or the real first? I want it all. What do you want first? Give me the real. The real. Uh, I would stay away from KC Miami because uh, Miami's looking for a statement. I see them really challenging themselves. I do see them coming a little bit short. Uh, that's my lean. Also, the... The Washington football team got a little got a little faith. Yeah. They are now an underdog that believes. Yep. It doesn't matter that money they might be favored. So they were they were supposed to be a shit team coming into the year. All the distraction, the name, the COVID, the election, blah, blah, blah. The guy's got cancer. The coach. Like this is this is real obstacles on this team. Yep. You know, a quarterback in peril. Alex Smith was third on this depth chart. Now he's their fearless leader. I don't think San Fran scores enough at three and a half. If it gets to three, I like the jump. Three and a half, I would stay away from. So the first two, that's that's real. See, I think that's the hook. That's the I, gold I, and the silver. But the hook cost you with Vegas last week did, against the did, Jets. It did, it did, it did. Until that backdoor Woody I'm, Allen or uh, Woody Johnson, you know, the eight-man cover thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The conspiracy. Yeah, so again, with conspiracy theories, just crazy that, that that happened with the Jets. Anyway, keep going. So there, so there's the real. Okay. That's the real. I love Kansas City. I would stay away from your gold I, and I don't like your silver. I, you, you know what? Dewey said we should do this more. You want to bet? Let's bet. The seven. What, on the Miami? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take the fins. Okay. No doubt. Plus seven. Plus seven. Seven's push. Seven's Doesn't push. matter where it goes. 50 beans. Up or down. 50 beans. Uh, $40 props ticket. Done. Next Monday. That's how much I love it, folks. I hate making Mike's props tickets. Because I don't have to do all the footwork too. <laughs> but when you make a props ticket for Weird Mike, it takes, it away, back 10%. It takes away how much I can do on my own props ticket unless I go to multiple stores. That's how confident I am in the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Uh, and I have to get them groceries sometimes. And the funny rebuttal. <laughs> yes. You buried the lead on the Dallas game. You say I buried the lead once an episode. Because you do. What's the What's the lead? Dalton's revenge. Oh. This motherfucker's going back yeah, that's a good to point. the Queen City. <laughs> that's a really good Spent his whole career there it's drafted a groomed he's there the towel guy's there the exercise coach right dalton revenge that's a fantastic point mike so love that <laughs> was that the, your bronze pick 
That was my bronze. Pick. Yeah, big bronze medal guy. Weird, Mike. Let me tell you, Huck. <laughs> and uh, it gets even weird here, folks. Yeah, it's the battle of the ships. The Vikings versus, versus the, the pirates. Hey, it's the Viking ship versus the pirate ship. Skull versus pull over. Give I, me your money. I, I bet throughout history, I bet the pirates won more. I want to know. Vikings seem more like what, sword fighters. What is the Vi- pirates had cannons? What is the Viking equivalent of wenches? You know, the wenches serve the pirates on the ship. Yeah. Those Scandinavian broads are hot. Yeah, I think it's just... What are they... I what's think, that? I think it's Vikings. Mind, just You think you're looking the Viking at a Viking women. Yeah, I think you just think you're Nordic? looking... Nordic? You think you're looking at a normal Viking, but it's just... They, it's, the women don't have beards. So you're like, oh, that's a, that's a well-shaved Viking. No, that's a Viking woman. <laughs> the Battle of the Ships. Viking pirates. Uh, lean bucks with that... You know what you said? You know when I got sold on that pick, Hugh? Right. You went into it. Bucks off the buy. Yeah. You kind of you put some sauce on that. Yeah. Cause and I, s- I was like, you know what? It's under a tutty. I'm in. Y'all must have forgot. You see, that's what happens when teams go on by. Like, it's just, you're just like, oh, the box. Like, eh. And uh, you got, uh, what, Houston uh, and Mitch the bitch, right? If you're an NFC team in the, in the playoffs, that's the team you don't want to face, I think, the most. The Bucks, Because they're capable yes. of exploding on you. You know, whereas other teams, you know what you're getting. Seattle, okay, we got to stop Russ going outside the pocket. Oh, Packers, we can't let Aaron just sit back there and throw it. Uh, you know, Titans, we just got to get ahead so the Derrick Henry just can't run it down our throat. Like I don't know. How do you? The Bucks just could explode on you. Nobody knows when the explosions. Gonna right, because it hasn't really happened yet. Even though they won a few in a row, mm. they didn't explode through that. Big shout out to the Saints, by the way, for winning three games with, a, in my mind, a glorified Tim Tebow. But Taysom Hill throws the ball a bit better. Hey, defense. You know what? Uh, Great team win by the uh, Saints again. Marco and the Cemetery crew, big Taysom Hills fans. Uh, they wanted you to mention You know, you're the you only guy the- I know with a Cemetery crew. Yeah? <laughs> that's, well, that's a shame. Huck, you don't got a Cemetery crew? <laughs> no. <laughs> Leslie? No. Leslie! Um... So they're big taste of milk. Yeah, he mentioned a really good point. Uh, they got to... Kamara's got more space. Drew Brees in the passing game, didn't, it was a screen game, but now the hole is open for Hill and Kamara's getting hit less, which is going to make a bigger difference in the playoffs. Taysom's taken a lot of bruises now when they kind of don't matter. Like, they do, but yeah. they don't. I've been terrified of betting the Saints since Drew me went too, out. Me too, Like, I've literally told you to stay away from the last two games and then pick the Broncos in the other one. <laughs> when they, do you see when they sent that, they announced during... It was the, a COVID pick, though. You were kind right. of thrown into during it. During Sunday Night Football, they're like, yo, we, they've sent that armband from the Denver quarterback to the, the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and they cut to the guy, another Jimmy G moment, they cut to the guy... Watching Sunday Night Football up in the box, being like, oh, God, like, oh, God, like, I don't want to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame for the worst quarterback performance in history. Anyway, uh, poor guy. So but he, yeah, but but we've been scared of betting the Saints. Yes, we have. And maybe should we? Seven point faves against the Eagles. I didn't take them again. Kind of a weird game. Anyway, smash and sprinkle. Here we go. Thank you, Jeff. No problem. Uh, don't forget about that. $40 props. I'm, dude. Fins and Chiefs. Seven point for the Chiefs. Huck got the witness. Love it. Uh, weird pick. One and one last week. Sprinkle is on fire. Four and oh last month. 11 and eight on the year. We are going to lead with the sprinkle. It's, it's, it's got the headlines. We're leading with the sprinkle. Rams, Thursday night. I'd never do it, folks. I got it. I love it. It needs to stay hot. I hope you listen to it before. If you're listening to it after, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Here's what it is. Here's what we it is. We saw it. The Rams minus five at home versus the New England Patriots, who just won 45 nothing. This is a Super Bowl revenge tour that continues. The Rams beat Brady on Monday night. Got revenge against him. Now they're playing the Patriots in prime time. McVay gets the win that, you know, kind of just cements them. It's, 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 a, it's a personal statement when it may not go down in the annals as a big one, but it'll mean a lot to the franchise. Kronke's a proud guy. These guys don't play each other every year. So this is, uh, you know, uh, good timing for them. And They're just a much 
better team. They're, they're bigger, folks. Football players. Like they're football bigger. players wise. Just line them up. The top twenty guys like take the top twenty guys in this game. Sixteen of them are Rams. So uh what was the play on I like uh, early in the year? I took the Niners hard against the Patriots. Yes, you did. Why? Because the Patriots are the smallest roster in the NFL, aside from Cam and Stephon Gilmore. And that was even when they had Edelman. They don't. And the Rams don't have a marquee receiver. They spread the ball around. So Stephon Gilmore can be kind of, you know, we don't have this ace receiver that you're going to take away one side of the field. So take that away. The Rams are equally as big, if not bigger, than the Niners. So big lean, short week, uh... Uh, the Super Bowl revenge tour, guys. You want a weird angle? It's a year and a half late. It still matters. The core of the Rams are still there. It doesn't even matter that the Patriots are there. Let me tell you something. It takes tell a me. lot. It takes a good handicap to talk me into wow. betting against the Patriots. Interesting. And Bill Belichick when I get to and when I get five and a half points. But let me tell you something. Not only am I st- not bet taking the Patriots in this game. I think you. I think I'm gonna take. I think I'm. I'm. I'm hopping on. I'm not. Be- I'm gonna hop on that and just fucking take that. Here's here's why I sprinkled. I think and I will. Smashed. Uh, New England staying in the same stadium, the same quarters. They arrived yep. the day before, so there is some familiarity there. That's why. Uh, and again, the Thursday game. It's a bad time to be running to the Rams. I think. Yeah, that that's that's deep down. That's the only glimmer. You know, I'd like to try and see both sides no. when I handicap a pick. They're right? a touchdown better than the Patriots. Yes. Right? Let's Cam call it like it is. 59 yards. Let's say this was the Super Bowl somehow. You'd smash the Rams before the line moved, wouldn't you? Maybe in the Rams owner's mind this is. He walks into the room and says, hey, boys, yep. pay these bitches back. Yep. You scored three points. All right? Right. Hang a 50 rack on them. I yep. think this could get ugly. Might look at a serious alt line. This could be a serious throw the game Anyway, away. check it out. I, I, I really like this from Mike. I was silent on... Uh, I'm sure get that out nice and early, Huck, for the peeps. Yeah. <laughs> I was silent on the Browns. And I told you it's going to get weird in the final quarter. Okay? The blind smash. There is no line on this game. I am taking the Carolina Panthers at home against the Denver Broncos. There is currently no line. <laughs> the blind smash. I don't smash. know why there's no line, but I'll t- I figure it's going to be three either way. Uh, the Panthers were on the same latest by ever with Tampa. And the Broncos, what did they just have? A good loss versus Kansas City. For their defense, I think. What happens after a good loss, Jeff? A bad loss. Sometimes. A lot of the time. A lot of the time. Not always. You told me not to say always yeah. pre-show. Yes. I'll stay away from the words always and never. Basically in life, stay away from but those. But a, a good loss is often followed by a bad loss, especially in that AFC West. I've seen it from Denver. It's yeah. happened to Vegas. So it should have happened again. Yep. So, blind line, Panthers off the bye, Teddy's healthy. They're still kind of in it, even though they were down. I hope they're a dog. I hope. Because, uh, like I said, Carolina's Baylor football, play better as a dog. Blind line, blind smash, the Carolina Panthers, and we're sprinkling heavy on Thursday Night Football Rams, minus five and a half on the Super Bowl Revenge Tour versus the hapless Patriots. Big fan of the sprinkle. Uh, always questionable when you're ever saying the word blind in front of a bet on sports. <laughs> but they could have they could have four quarterbacks out. No, no, no. I, why, Here's watch why. for some sort of crazy situation. The, the smash has come under some Instead fire. A blank check. The smash has come under some scrutiny. Yes. So I need something to bump it off. Yeah, yeah, here. And a blind smash. Blind could, smash could be that. You know what? I don't hate it. I think Carolina wins the game. Also, I think you bet Carolina half the time because you love the name Teddy. Like, if his name was Mark Bridgewater, I don't think he'd pick them as much. Uh, I don't think anybody would. (laughs) I don't think he'd be in the league anymore. All right, Mark, that's enough. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, a couple winners for you in the weird pick. Okay, giddy up. Um, To our listeners taking part in our Hughes Talking at Team LTD Point Spread Championships, our new podium. This is exciting. Yes. Our new podium. So I'm in first by a draw, by a push, but nice. I cannot win. So the first place right now, Jake Frisney. Jaker. And then we got Brian Hiller from out in BC. How about that, West Coast? Giddy up. And then moving into the podium from the depth, I think he was seventh or eighth last week, 
Hernsey, Christian no. Hernandez with a perfect week. Funzo. He's uh, he went six and zero, and he is currently in third place, uh, just by a hair over Mattis Backer, Visca, who uh, went perfect. Once he, once, five I don't, don't want to hear anything on the podium. Relax. Visc, podium only. Visc had a perfect week, six and zero, a couple weeks ago. He went five and one this week. He's climbing to sixth place, just ahead of Dewey. I correct. Love to hear the Visca climb. There you go. Okay, Milton Towers coming with some power. Uh, yeah, no doubt. yeah, I got a little truth of the week just quickly. Oh, because I do you, Jeff. It's important. It's very important. I want to do it right now because uh, it's just obvious. Truth of the week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Truth of the week, folks, is that it is impossible to almost impossible to get a Super Bowl ring without a running game. You can fool yourself. You can trick yourself into thinking you don't need one. I watched this 2007 Patriots do it. And right then and there, when they needed a running game against the New York Giants, they didn't have one. That's the best passing team I've ever seen. I'm not worried about Kansas City. They have a running game. <laughs> they got picked up Le'Veon Bell, which is exactly what the Steelers should have done. But I'm looking at my top 10 list of NFL teams. And most and a couple of them need a running game, and that's, and that's all they need. But if they don't get one, watch out for betting on them in the future, okay? And just watch out when they come up against teams where that's what they need to beat them. So here's the top 10 teams and what they need. Kansas City, they need nothing. They need the ball. Green Bay, they need to play their best. They can't just Aaron Rodgers their way to a Super Bowl ring. Pittsburgh needs a running game. Okay? It's embarrassing against Washington. Why are you dropping Big Ben back 50 times a game? What are you doing? This is Pittsburgh. You got a great running O-line. You should have figured this out a couple weeks ago. Disappointed. Buffalo. They need a bit of a better running game. Josh can't do that every week. But you know what's cool? is that he can. He's making throws that a couple, two or three guys in the league can make. A couple of the throw, those throws against San Francisco 49ers were amazing. But I would love it. Would have loved it. We had a stud running back, which we don't right now. Singletary's pretty good, and Zach's a bit of a problem with his fumbles. Okay, Tampa Bay needs their running backs to catch. New Orleans needs Drew's 11 ribs. <laughs> the LA Rams, they could really use a new Todd Gurley because their running game is the one thing that if they can't get going, Jared Goff is a, not, a mobile, not a mobile quarterback. So they can just pin back those hairs and, and go get them. Cleveland. Needs the good O-line play. Seattle needs a freaking running game. They need Marshawn Lynch back. And they're not going to get it done with just Russ cooking. He doesn't cook that well. Not right now. And Tennessee needs a pass rush, Huck. They need a pass rush. You can't give Big 12 Oklahoma Sooner time to uh, Baker Mayfield in the playoffs. You're going to do that again. And there's the team you might see. Anyway, get a running game or you're not going to get a ring. Easy as that. And <laughs> Chiefs got one. And you got to stop them. Okay, a couple things. So hold on. Truth of the week. Yeah. No run. No run, no ring. No run, no ring. No run, no ring. That's Can't nice. fool yourself. And I and, I, and I'm I, this is a passing league. I'm a quarterback centric better. But you got you need to rely on that in some way that you need to be able to get four or five yards of carry when you need it. I might steal that for an insta tile on divisional weekend. Giddy up. <laughs> um yeah. So we got Hughes Holiday Helpers. Nice. Yeah. Thanks to everyone. In. Thanks to everyone. Yeah, saw that, Mike. Thanks to everyone who's already chipped in. We have a $1,000 goal, a pretty modest goal for our hundreds of listeners. And uh, we, anyway, so thanks to everyone who's already participated. You, go to, you can go to Hughes Holiday Helpers on GoFundMe or just go to at Hughes Talking. The link's in our bio. Uh, we're ha almost halfway to our goal. And with our props win uh, last night, I'm going to chip in and Get us even closer. So H-U, apostrophe S, Holiday Helpers. It all goes to holidayhelpers.org, which helps low-income families with a nice Christmas package and a wish list granted for the family. Holiday meal, Christmas tree, all going to a good cause. And yeah, check out bet underscore openly or betopenly.com. Their new website's badass. Scroll the, mar yeah, scroll the marketplace for stupid ass bets that other people are making and be the house for them. I'm currently raising my hands because I've made stupid-ass bets. Uh, two yeah. of them won, by the yeah. way. I bet we could scroll a couple of my bets after a couple dubs on Sunday afternoon and, and be like, yeah, no. And he's been listening a bit, and we made a friendly wager, two pounds of wings versus a couple of sourdough breads. Giddy up. So we're going to Uber Eats each other some stuff. So good people on the West Coast. 
And even though I'm more of a rye, uh, rye whiskey drinker, a little red wine lately. It's uh, almost eggnog season. I can I can crush beers when I'm in a competition. Like you don't want to fuck with me if we need to chug beers out of a, a cup or a glass. It's true. It's true. That, I've seen him do it. Thanks, Huck Daddy. Uh, yeah. Even Brooke one time was like, yeah, because I never finished my beers. Like I drink like beer tops and I you guys chirp me about it all the I time. That's like one of the few things we have in common. Yeah. We I'm, don't finish beers. But I could crush beers in a competition. Brooke one time was like, she, she's like, oh, you won't finish that. Like it was like a full pint. And I'm like, how long are you give me to finish this? She's like, oh, like five minutes. And I'm like, oh God. Okay. <laughs> how about 20 seconds? And it was like for breakfast the next day. And like seven seconds later, it was done. But uh, yeah. Buddy of mine runs a pretty badass Instagram page, beer but at beer but official. Uh, look who's talker, Lee Van Mosdek. Known him since kindergarten. Hilarious dude, who I always thought was left-handed, but ends up just writing weird. <laughs> anyway, I love you, Lee. He's not a lefty. Not a lefty. Oh, maybe he is. I'm getting this wrong again. He's gonna laugh. Anyway, at beer but officially gives out a clever beer of the day and uh, reasons why to drink them. And this one, so we're gonna do a new beer of the week here. At look who's talking. Uh, this one. And Huck's a big, big, big beer drinker. He loves it, Huck Daddy. Uh, so from Great Lakes Brewery in Etobicoke, Toronto, Ontario, yep. Canada, Giddy Up, Centennial Studios, hashtag buy local, Hops for Hunger, Belgian Winter Ale. Delivering slight sweetness, some holiday spices, and hope for the hungry and the thirsty this holiday season. So one, this, is why, this is why it's really cool, too. As we're in the Christmas season, $1 from each can sold goes to the Daily Bread Food Bank and will help feed Toronto area families in need. So, hey, get, get drunk and feed people with uh, Belgian Winter Ale. Thanks, at Beer Bud Official, your farming beauty. And, uh, yeah, giddy up. Thank you very much. Shut the huck up. Anything? Go Titans. All hail King Henry. By the way, watch out for the Titans and Steelers because the whole world just fell off them and they're still great football teams. I'd like to thank all the listeners as well. Uh, Rams minus five and Panthers blind smash. Hughes Holiday Helpers. At Weird Mike. Check it out on GoFundMe. Have yourself a Merry Farvin Day. Merry Farvin Day. You know you make yeah. me wanna shout and kick my heels up and shout. Go!